Welcome to Deeper Callings and Horse Magic. This is a space for rediscovery, connection, and empowerment of yourself. You are likely a truth seeker who has a strong desire to understand that nagging inner tug. You know what I'm talking about. That small voice that keeps telling you there's something more. So what do you do? Do you answer the call or continue going through the motions of life as you know it? I'm Nicole Romero, an experiential designer who left the world of theme parks to create a lifestyle that brought me back to horses, my own creative visions, and my family. Like you, I had to make a decision, and I chose the deeper calling of purpose and horse magic. Now I partner with my horses as an equine facilitator and mentor to help others on their journey of purpose. It's not easy, but you're not alone. It's time to create your new life story. Come on, let's do this together. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Deeper Callings and Horse Magic. Thank you for taking time out to be here with me this week. I have had a lot going on. I, <laughs> I'm still trying to get our horses moved and in the meantime we've had things happening where they are now because no one's out here because the new owners won't move in till mid-April, and I only find out things when I get here. So the horses were out loose yesterday because it seems somebody is coming on the property and and doing things. So I had to put some locks on the gates, uh, and it's been very scary, felt very out of my control, and just seems like there's a lot of things happening lately that are out of my control, and I have to try and do my best to control what I can, right, because that's all we can do. And so I'm here trying to keep my horses safe. We've had things happen on our property uh, with our equipment just stopping working. Uh, Like our tractor just suddenly stopped uh, working and we can't seem to figure it out. So we're going to have to have someone come look at it probably. And that's all I can do. I can't magically make it work. Uh, I have to take steps to do what I can. And then I'm also interviewing for jobs right now for remote work that I can do from home uh, that's in my uh, design field, uh, themed entertainment design field. And that's been hard because I can only do so much with my interviews and reaching out and connecting. And both these opportunities were kind of unexpected. And so it's a, you know, great blessing in general that they've even come up. But... (laughs) as we get to a point of really where I need to be working for financial reasons, it's, you know, kind of causes you to go into a panic because again, it feels out of your control. You're doing everything you can and yet things just don't feel like they're happening fast enough or they're not happening uh, in the way you'd hoped or scary things are happening like with my horses. But at the end, we can only do what we can do and we have to give ourselves some grace to relax into that and trust that things are going to be okay. And that as long as we're taking action and doing what we can on our end, that the universe will meet us halfway and that we will be safe and cared for and that things will happen for the highest good. And it's hard. I say that very, uh, you know, I, I can even feel my body, my resistance in saying that because it's hard. It's super hard. To trust in that when it feels like everything is so far out of your control. That wasn't even really what I wanted to talk about today (laughs) on this episode, but apparently it needs to come through. 
by the way, there were two episodes last week. If you missed one of them, make sure you check that out. But one of them was about my journey with my horse Leo and and the farrier and how, you know, trying to regulate myself and keeping myself calm when things aren't out of my control, when he's panicking and things like that. Um, you know, it's just very, it's a very difficult place to be. And so I am in that space right now in many levels and trying to navigate that while continuing to move forward, get things done on our property, get things done for our horses, continuing to work at the school, which I, I'm still teaching at the school where my daughter goes, and uh, which is great. And I would probably continue uh, doing that for a little bit if, uh, if it paid more. As we know, teachers are not paid enough and private schools are paid even less. So uh, it's just not working out with where we are right now. Um, but I do believe I was meant to be there for a season. And this leads me to what I did want to talk about today, which is that no amount of learning or experiences or education is ever wasted. It's all happening for us, for our journey. It's going to come into play somewhere. And so I could be looking at the fact that I'm teaching at this school, which was unexpected also, by the way. Um, for those of you that, that follow my Instagram, that know about, uh, I, I mentioned it on the podcast too, about my second mom uh, passing away. Uh, she was actually the teacher there, and I was meant to be her substitute, and uh, I had to take over when she passed away. So this whole thing has been unexpected, and... I'm trying to soak in every part that I can because I've learned so much since I've been there. And getting to witness the children in their learning, in their play, uh, you know, you can learn so much from, from kids. There's so much wisdom there, especially in like the healing of our inner child, really allowing uh, all of that to surround us and soak it in can, can do wonders for our uh, inner child that needs to come out and play. And so I'm enjoying the time that I have there while I'm there. You know, it's going to be bittersweet when I do leave, and they know I'm looking for a job in my field. And, you know, just being honest with ourselves where we are and what we need in the moment, too, is so important. But it doesn't mean that what we're doing is worthless or pointless even all those years that we think about being in retail or in fast food or uh, working at Disney as an attractions operate, uh, operations cast member, um, you know, there's things that feel in the moment so pointless and like we can't wait to get to the next step. But there's so much we learn along the way. And I guess if I'm looking at the overall arcing theme here, we're talking about the, you know, journey is in the um, the joy is in the journey, not the result, right? But um, to break it down more, it's it's more about recognizing where you are in the moment and not taking it for granted and seeing what you can learn from it because it's going to come into play later no matter what you're doing, no matter where your journey is taking you. You know, all those jobs that we maybe hate doing or we can't wait to get out of. So I'll use Disney as an example you know, the guests there were primarily the parents were, were terrible. 
They were so mean. And I hated it. I hated it. And I was also not in a healthy place because I had lost my actual mom shortly before uh, working there. I mean, it had been a few years, but I had never, you know, ever really understood how to process. I had been on my own a lot um, in those emotions. And so I wasn't really in a good place to be in a customer service role. So there's that layer. But uh, also, the parents are mean uh, and are always looking for ways to you know, sneak around the system and get free things and get things for their kids. And I I saw so many people that didn't actually enjoy being there. (laughs) And that's something I continue to carry with me um, whenever I'm planning, like, on doing anything with my family. I want it to be an enjoyable experience. But that's a tangent. Anyway, so despite that being a very uncomfortable work environment... Uh, And of course, we got paid next to nothing. It was a ton of learning in that. I mean, even though I wasn't in a healthy place to really receive it at that time, I can remember all of my experiences there and the way I could have maybe handled them better. The different scenarios I was put into to work with others, uh, you know, being moving through different uh, phases and uh, moments at each attraction because I worked in the Tomorrowland complex and we would move around to every attraction uh, except Space Mountain and the Speedway at the time. And so just getting to learn the different way things run, like putting myself out there with speaking, we had to have these spiels that we had to talk through and we had to, uh, you know, kind of perform a little bit. And so there was a lot of learning there, even though I didn't like it at the moment at the time. Um, I would have been a much better cast member now, (laughs) but you know, uh, it, it, it didn't change the fact that it had left an impression on me. It, it infused me with what I needed to carry forward. Um, in my design career, you know, learning to collaborate with others, learning to be around other people, learning to have to actually stand up for my ideas and my creativity and, and fighting for things I needed. And then of course, being with my horses, learning about, Uh, pausing and listening to them and myself and really doing the inner work and learning through observing and respecting others uh, and other creatures and and being in nature and what that that brings as a whole. So there's just so many things that we gain by being in these moments of of learning and like school, you know, there's a lot of people that probably thought I was had just wasted all of my school years because I left Universal and came here to work with my horses. But I I didn't I learned so much on every level. And I haven't totally exited design. I'm still a designer. I am still an artist. I'm still uh, you know, a collaborator. And so you know, I'm looking right now, I'm looking for design work to do. It's always going to be part of me. But we have different times of shifting and moving in life. And just because something goes on the back burner for a little bit doesn't mean that we wasted all our time getting there. It just means that we have to be open to when things are meant to move in and out of our lives. And, you know, right now, my horse's safety and getting them home is my priority with them. 
So maybe I'm not doing quite as much in the facilitation side as I was uh, because I'm taking a step back so that I can make sure they're safe and cared for and that I can set us all up for better success. And I'm letting my design come back in a little stronger so that we can relieve some of our financial burden and we can, I can get some of my creativity going because I'm one of those weird people that get, seems to get more done and stay on task more when I have more to do and when I'm learning. And so being back in the design world is going to keep me learning and problem solving and those types of things are what really make my mind work and keep me in motion. And so I have a feeling that all of that is going to come into play in motivating and propelling the the work with my horses. And I'm at a place now that I feel like I'm seeing everything kind of merging back together. And just a side note, uh, this could be its own podcast in itself, but for all of us multi-passionates, you know, this is a big topic because we do so many different things and people don't understand. They're like, why are you wasting time doing this? Why are you wasting time doing that? But all of the activities and all the things inform everything we're doing. That's how we operate as multi-passionate people. We need all of these different types of things to make us whole. I couldn't do design without my horses. I left the corporate world because I needed my horses in my life to, to be able to be in that place of joy. And being with just my horses for the last three years, I'm realizing how much I actually need more than just my time painting or uh, wood carving. Like I do miss getting to problem solve in the design world. I enjoy design. I'm good at it. And whatever it looks like, I don't think it's going to look the same when I go back into it because now I get to go back into it on my terms and to serve the greater whole, to serve this lifestyle I'm creating, to serve the future creative retreat center and horse sanctuary that I want this to ultimately culminate in. And knowing, beginning to recognize how all these different parts and pieces serve us is going to help us when we're in those moments of wondering, why did I do spend all this time doing this? Why did I waste all this time doing that? Because it's all going to come back. Nothing is ever wasted. That's what, uh, so Janie, the woman that passed away, she told me that. She said, no education is ever wasted. When I had done, uh, I had started in equine science at William Woods University when her son passed away, who I was engaged to. And so that was 17 years ago. And at that time I said, why? You know, I, it felt like every time I, I did something, I lost somebody. And I was like, you know, I just did this. It was like all a waste. It was a waste that I even tried to go there, that I even tried to be there. But there was learning in that experience for me, even though I ended up going back to design. And I don't think it was a mistake. I think that all of those things happened in the sequence that they did because I would not be where I am with my horses now had I stayed there and become a trainer or an instructor in my discipline of saddle seat. I wouldn't have learned how to be with horses in a different way. Uh, I wasn't in a position to do that yet. But she told me, because I was struggling with that, she said, no education is ever wasted. And she told that to my dad, too, who kind of felt that way. Because, I mean, how many times do we have family members or friends that just don't understand it? They just don't understand why we have to change our minds. They don't understand why we have different interests. You know, they, they live on this linear thinking of 
we're climbing the ladder, we're working these skills in this one area so we can get better benefits, so that we can build a retirement, so that hopefully we live long enough to do something when we actually retire. And, you know, it's it's not all their fault. It's just the way society is. It's what, it's what was beaten into everyone. And so for those of us that are multi-passionate and can see different ways of being, it it looks so foreign to them. And so we have to really take ownership of all of these different things that we do and honor that they are all bringing something to our lives. They're all pushing us forward in its own way, even if we can't see it at the time. And being able to speak to that uh, when others don't understand. It's not easy, but we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to ourselves to be able to be the best we can because that's how we work. It's how multi-passionates work. We do a million different things. We invest in ourselves. We invest in what brings us joy. And if we don't, then things start to feel unbalanced. You know, that's where I was when I was working at Universal. I felt so unbalanced. I just couldn't get up right because I had cut everything else out of my life and I had no time to bring that stuff in that, you know, it required moving to another state where we had support. It required completely changing our lifestyle in order for me to get back to nature, to get back to horses, to get back to my own uh, ideas around creativity and to be continue to do my inner work and working on uh, growing and healing. And I needed a lot of this time to be able to see how all of this has, has played out to this point. You know, there's, there's more that's going to play out. There's stuff I've been doing that I won't see how that has how that's going to affect me down the road. You know, do you ever see like, I can't think of a good example off the top of my head, but do you ever see those people, they had just these exact skill sets that set them up for this perfect job, this perfect opportunity that had they not had every one of those experiences, all of those skills, all of those that seemed like completely out of the the box and completely different from one another, if they had not had those skills, they would have never had that opportunity. And so we have to think about that for ourselves. What are all of these amazing elements floating around us going to lead to? What is it preparing us for? What are we being set up for success with? What amazing role is this going to lead to, uh, you know, later in life? And so I look at things like my horses and my design and my art and um, my love of learning and growing. And on paper, maybe someone can see how that can all work together. But when you see some of my actual design work and you see like my Instagram feed, a lot of times it feels very disconnected. And it's like a really hard for me. It's been hard for me to balance it out because I can see the end goal, but I can't see like right now how all the pieces fit. And how it makes sense. For an example, one of the recruiters that I had talked to said because they saw horses on my feed. Even though I had all of my work experience and um, my resume and links, just because they saw the horse, it threw them off. And they didn't know if I wanted to be in design work, even though I applied. Uh, So it's weird things like that that we have to, you know, work through and 
realize just because it doesn't look balanced to someone else doesn't mean that we're not bringing balance to our lives. So while I can't see how everything pieces together, maybe on an Instagram feed, I know it's all working. It's all working in the background. I know there's other people that share these common interests that this is going to speak to that are out there in my community. And taking ownership of all of these things and allowing them to make us whole and allowing ourselves to bring it forward without the fear or shame around being a multi-passionate person is where we have to get to in order to call in that community, to call in that uh, opportunity or that career or those friendships or relationships. So all this to say, don't be ashamed of being a multi-passionate. Don't be worried about time being wasted on certain hobbies or education or jobs. Let it all flow. See where it leads you. You know, listen to yourself and your body and your intuition about when it's time to shift from one thing to another. But don't close all those doors. Don't because you move to something else doesn't mean that all those doors are closed, that the learning that comes from it is gone, that the experiences aren't going to continue to filter through and inform you. So being open to all of those possibilities of where these things can lead is really what's most important. Don't just shut everything out of your life because you've had to move on. Or maybe you feel like you had to leave it behind. There was a point where I thought I had to leave my horses behind and it was just going to be a pastime. Well, that obviously didn't happen. Um, There was time I thought all of my design work was going to be just a forgotten branch of my life and I was just going to shut it all out because I was so burnt out and had to heal from so much (laughs) that went on during those years. But it's not. It's coming back in. And when it comes back in, when we open up and we let those things come back to us, it feels so much healthier and it feels so much easier to allow it to come back. And not to say there's not going to be hard things, but it, but the merging of all of it is going to feel easier and better and welcoming and warm. So let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know what this brings up for you. Let me know if this uh, resonated and what maybe hobbies or jobs or things that you felt like you wasted time on in the past or that people told you you wasted time on and see how has that stuff come back around for you or how do you think it might or are you able to open up to the possibility of these things flowing back into your life uh, and and recognizing that no learning no experience is wasteful thanks friends in the meantime keep being you keep honoring yourself and your needs and all of your multi-passionate loves. Thanks, friends. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Deeper Callings and Horse Magic, a podcast by Nicole Romero Creative. If you enjoyed this, please rate, review, or share this with someone who would benefit from this content. You can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Nicole Romero Creative, or head to my website, NicoleRomeroCreative.com. Thanks again, and remember to keep trusting that deeper calling, because no one has magic like you.